0: Hello beautiful people, welcome back to Sunday Vibes with Queen M, where I'm about to say some shit real quick. Why? Because I like to say some shit real quick. But first, before we get into it, you already know we're just going to take a moment to be present. So please take a deep breath in, hold it, and out. Relax your shoulders, relax your jaw, and just relax your body as we ease into today's topic, which is harnessing your femininity. Plus, I've got a surprise to tell you guys about, so stay tuned. Okay, so first of all, I already know you guys want to hear about my book, so I have officially decided that I am ready to start writing my book. I don't know where this journey is going to take me, I don't know when the book is going to be finished, but I do know that I definitely trust the process, I believe in myself and I'm in a place and a space that is conducive for this kind of productivity. So I'm really excited to share this news with you guys. And so many of you, some people, even strangers, have always nudged me, saying, Mercy, you need to write a book. Mercy, you need to write a book. And I enjoy writing. I enjoy reflecting. I enjoy reading. I enjoy sharing. But, you know, to such an extent, I was just sitting there thinking, (laughs) Me? Write a book? You know, like, become a published author? Come on, you know, it was just the thought of it was a little too grand for me. It was a little, you know, I mean, I had the vision, but I didn't really believe ultimately that, you know, what this is something I would want to do and this is something that I will do and something I can do up until now. Now I'm in a space where I'm saying, you know what, yes, I am going to write a book. Yes, I want to be a published author and. I have what it takes, I can and I will, and this is such a beautiful space to be in, being able to believe in yourself in that way is, is a gift that I'm eternally, eternally grateful for, but it's been a journey, it's been a journey to get here, to get to a space where I trust myself, I trust my divinity, I trust my sensuality, and everything sweet and juicy that comes with me, you know, <laughs> And that's essentially diving into the topic we want to talk about today, which is femininity. But yeah, so the book announcement is official. I am writing a book and it's, I'll just give a basic general theme. It's centered around a tattoo that most of you have seen a lot, which is the tattoo that is on the left side of my chest and it's written, She Who Dared. And this book is going to be for the daredevils, the people, the women, the men, ultimately the people who dare to be, you know, who dare to want more, to strive, to be ambitious, to heal, to thrive, and to be ready to do what it takes to to stand firm, knowing who you are, knowing what you want knowing what you bring to the table and where you're willing to go with that. So that's just a general peekaboo moment I just gave you guys there, but I am so, so excited. I'm consumed by, by the pleasure that is going to be um, experienced as I write this book. So I am so grateful for the nudges, the love, the support, and everything in between that has led me to this point, you know. So thank you. I just wanted to say thank you. Bless you. Bless yours. Bless your life. Bless everything about you, every single person who's hearing this because ultimately you have contributed to this moment that I am sharing with you guys. And whilst we're there, we're going to dive into today's topic, which is harnessing your femininity. Now the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, we 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 really need to stop Thinking of feminine and masculine energy in gender roles specifically, yes, it is obviously attributed to to gender roles which is male and female, but let's let's dive a little deeper, yeah, because ultimately men have a feminine and a masculine side, women have a feminine and a masculine side, but we just each gender has a predominantly dominant side to them that goes with sometimes they assigned gender sometimes so we have women who tend to have more masculine traits we have more men who tend to have like more feminine traits but this doesn't make him any less of a man and this doesn't make the the woman with masculine energy any less of a woman and i'm going to break it down to explain the the basis around energy and i have been reading so much and studying and researching so much and learning about this topic I'm absolutely excited to share with you my personal experience from everything that has led me to a point where I am absolutely cruising, cruising, wading through my feminine energy and ultimately feeling divine and sensual. So feminine energy is essentially the nurturer, you know, the nurturer, women have the capacity, the ability to multiply in abundance. Give them a seed and they will give you a harvest. You know, that is essentially the divinity of having feminine energy. And I'm not talking about conceiving, you know, like childbirth or anything like that. No, I'm trying to shy away from these basic boxes. Because remember, not every woman can conceive. Not every woman wants to conceive, etc, etc. So let's just shy away from these boxes of gender and all of these other things. Let's just talk about feminine energy and masculine energy as energies, you know. Feminine energy is the nurturer. Like I said, women have this divinity of just abundance. In their most ultimate, highest self, we are divine. We are elegant. We are abundant and just sensual in every possible way. You know, the pleasure that is embedded in a woman is just to die for. It's beautiful. And masculine energy is the protector. This is the one that stands firm and strong and is constantly, you know, bulldozing in defense. Now, both of these energies have a beautiful side and both of these energies have an ugly side. But today I want to center mainly around feminine energy. So, sometimes in life, I myself, I have had a point in my life where I was surviving. I think I was surviving until I was probably 22. (laughs) <laughs> probably till I was 22, 23, I was just in survival mode. And it happens when you have always had to be strong, be there for yourself, always have to stand up for yourself, speak for yourself, sometimes shut down your emotions, detach, pretend you don't feel certain things and ignore certain traumatic experiences just because life doesn't stop. You have to keep moving. And this reality creates a strong, um, demeanor, a strong aura, so I was, for a very long time, the strong, let's put it in this, you know, I'm gonna put it in a typical quote, strong black woman, just, there, I'm steadfast, I'm strong, nobody can try me, nobody can da-da-da, I'm just gonna bulldoze through life, I don't need nobody, you know, get the fuck out of my face, type energy, because I had been hurt and wounded in ways that I cannot even explain, so much so that I owed it to myself to protect myself. So I was ultimately living whilst harnessing mainly my masculine energy. I was the protector for myself. I had to be, you know, and that means I was living in survival mode. I was just surviving and surviving. And it is so draining. I don't know how many times I told my confidants that I am tired, I'm exhausted. I think I said it every year from like the age I was 16 to like when I was like 22. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. I'm tired. I need I need an anchor. I need a way out. I need, you know, but I was just constantly You know, even after saying I'm tired, I had to get back up and brace up and keep it moving because life stops for nobody and half the time no one is going to throw you a rope for rescue. You just have to get your own back and keep it moving. So then I realized that I was living in survival mode. And then I started to struggle a lot when I entered a stage of my life where there wasn't much survival to be done. I wasn't under threat, I wasn't in traumatic I wasn't in a traumatic atmosphere, I wasn't with partners or friends that required me to be strong all the time. I was just in this really seemingly blissful place in my life, and I didn't know what to do with that because listen, I'm a strong black woman. I am this and that, and oh all of this aggressive energy that I was giving out, not knowing that it was aggressive energy, not knowing that it's coming from a certain place. Only when I acknowledged that I was hurt, wounded, and I needed to start healing, I needed to start being there for myself, I needed to start listening to myself, to start to pause, to get to a point where I can pause, breathe, You know, sometimes you hit the wall because you have to lean on it and rest for a little bit. Until I realized all of these things, then I realized that, okay, feminine energy is channeled through healing. I had to start by healing. Then I had to release. And healing and releasing, don't get me wrong, it's not a once-off thing. It's a constant thing that you have to exercise. It's like eating breakfast. You have to eat breakfast every day. Or you have to eat every day at some point. This is healing and releasing. You have to constantly be in a state of healing and releasing. Why? Because you're constantly living. As you live, you experience things on a daily. And you have to constantly be healing and releasing. Addressing your life from a place of compassion and not judgment. To be able to say, why do I do certain things that I do? Like, Why do I end up with a certain type of partner where I constantly have to be in relationships where I'm strong and I'm asked to be this person who's made of steel and my feelings aren't considered? How do I even end up in situations like this? And then you realize that you're projecting. I realized I was projecting and I was attracting what was inside of me, the chaos, the turmoil, And I had to ultimately be accountable and responsible, one, of healing that energy, of healing myself, two, releasing the energy, and then ultimately just finding out who I was. And the scariest part of all of that was realizing that I didn't know who I was if I was not the strong girl, if I was not the girl who was a victim, if I was not fighting, proving a point, I didn't know who I was, and that was the scariest part of healing and releasing. I felt like I wouldn't have an identity anymore if I healed, if I released, because then that means the energy has to go, and then there might be—I was scared of the thought that there might be an empty space left, and what the fuck am I? What if, what the fuck am I gonna do with that empty space? You know. It was. This is a very personal thing for me. This is a very personal topic for me. I'm going to tell you guys a parable that I've had, of the monk that I heard, I believe, from Jay Shetty. Uh, here's how the parable goes. It's very short. There was a a person who wanted to cross a very like raging river, and they made a raft, put the raft in the river, and the raft was washed away instantly. They made another raft, stronger, tighter. Made a paddle got in the raft, and managed to get across the river. And when they got across the river, they put the raft on their back. And they were like, this raft got me through this phase in life. I have to wear it. I have to keep it. This is my shield. This is what makes me win. And the person kept walking, and then they got to a forest. This was the next obstacle in their life, right? After the raging river. And when they wanted to... Get through the forest, the raft was now big, it was heavy, it had been heavy this whole time but now they realized, whoa, okay, this raft is heavy and it's stopping me from going forward and they had to sit down and say, okay, I think I've gone to a point where I need to release this raft and it's a painful realization because I thought this raft was my anchor, my livelihood, my identity but I guess I have to let it go, <laughs> release it and and understand that I have what it takes in my mind, in my capacity, in my being To get through the next obstacle. And the ultimate lesson in that is that something that got you through a certain phase or a certain stage in life will not get you through every phase and every stage in life. There's a time to be strong, but there's also a time to be delicate, gentle. There's a time to survive, but there's also a time to thrive. There is no clear set reason, like this time you're surviving, this time you're thriving. These phases come and go, but ultimately, you don't always have to carry the strong exterior. And that was me. The strong exterior that had protected me throughout my life, releasing it was so hard. And I realized that I'm not ultimately releasing this strong woman demeanor and suddenly I'm not strong anymore. No, strength is not an identity a characteristic. It's a personality trait. If I want to be strong, I can always be strong. I can just summon my courage, summon my strength. But I don't have to constantly embody the energy of being strong because strength is for battle. You know, strength is for defense, meaning it's a heavy, very tense energy. So if you constantly embody it, you're going through life heavy, tense, defensive, you know, and rigid. And that's not really going to take you far it's going to eventually get heavy, you're going to get strenuous, you're going to get tired, you're going to get drained, and I realized that I don't have to let go of my masculine energy, no, and that's the key point I want to talk about right now, is to embrace the energy that has taken you thus far, I had to be like, okay, mercy the protector, mercy the one who was protecting me, this aura that I had, this strength that I had, I am so grateful. Thank you. Because I wouldn't have gotten this far without that. Thank you and I will call upon you again when I need you. So I'm not dismissing and ultimately saying get out. I'm just saying thank you. You know, now it's 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 my turn to thrive. It's the, it's, it's the turn for thriving. So it was surviving, but now we want to thrive. And I had to release that energy within myself to just dissolve it into my being. Not let it go, but to dissolve it into my being. To say, okay, thank you to this protecting energy. Thank you to this strong energy that is taking me thus far. But in this stage where I am, I'm safe. I'm okay. I am happy. I'm at peace. I'm going through a very beautiful season. And ultimately... I need to stop surviving and start thriving. Otherwise, I won't get through this next phase. And that's when I decided to channel my feminine energy, which is the ultimate divinity, sensuality. I decided to welcome pleasure into my life. Listen, when you've been strong all your life, there is no time for fun. There is no time for pleasure. There is no time for Constant happiness and joy. You even question happiness so much when you've been through so much. Every time you're happy, you're like, "Mm "Hmm, I wonder how long this is going to last. Yeah, I wonder how long this is going to last. It's not going to last long. Because it's not your permanent state of being, yes? But I had to realize that now I had to be open to the endless possibilities and my endless potential and the endless joy, divinity, sensuality. That was on the horizon and just beckoning and summoning my name out loud. Like, mercy, come on. It's time to just live and be. And this doesn't mean that I won't if I have to be extremely strong again. Or I'm just cruising through life. No, obviously when I need to be strong, I will be strong. But now I understand that I don't need to live with a strong identity. I just need to be mercy. I'll be strong when I need to be strong. I'll be gentle when I need to be. I'll be divine when I need to be. I'll be sensual when I need to be. I'll be frank when I need to be. Stubborn when I feel like it. (laughs) Welcome pleasure, etc., etc. Different personality traits, characteristics that I will summon at different times. But ultimately, I just need to be mercy, at peace, and just free. And in that, I realized that that was my feminine energy taking the steering wheel. You know, taking the steering wheel and just stepping into my nurturing self. Thriving energy, healing, releasing, welcoming pleasure, 10th And getting in tune with my body. And ultimately also another key factor to this is really being sensual with your sexual life. Opening that door. To the endless possibilities of pleasure Even within your body Embrace whatever body you have right now Listen, you can embrace the body you have Whilst still wanting to change it To a much more desirable look According to your narrative So you can love who you are right now Whilst changing who you are It's absolutely okay I'm always saying I love whichever mercy I am In whatever season On whatever day Because that mercy is necessary In that moment I am exactly where I have to be. So yesterday, I love yesterday's mercy because yesterday's mercy led me to today's mercy. I love today's mercy because she's taking me to tomorrow's mercy. And I love tomorrow's mercy because she's taking me beyond <laughs> into the endless possibility. So in every moment, I'm proud of myself. Remembering that whatever I was doing, I was working with the knowledge that I had at that time, and if I knew better but didn't do better, then I meet myself with compassion instead of judgment, and I change my ways instantaneously. Accountability and responsibility are key, be it for anybody, you know? So getting in tune with your body and your sexual pleasure is key. I don't know if you're open to masturbation, I don't know if you are if you have a partner, I don't know if you are single, taken, monogamous, polygamous, polyamorous, I don't care. Whenever you are involved in a sexual exchange, enjoy it, embody it, allow the pleasure to just take you places. I mean, the things your body can do for you? <laughs> Sometimes we limit ourselves so much by over- overthinking. We hate our bodies. We're thinking if this person really likes us. We don't even really like ourselves anyway. So da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. No, man, when you're just experiencing pleasure, allow your body to just be consumed by the ultimate endless orgasm and climax of pleasure. And this should, this should affect every part of your life. Pleasure in every form, not just sexual. Pleasure in your relationships, pleasure in your friendships, pleasure at work, pleasure by yourself, pleasure in solitude, every aspect of your life. Open your arms wide, 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 wide (laughs) for pleasure, immense pleasure. You are deserving and worthy of pleasure, ultimate bliss. And you have to give yourself that permission. And another casual tip I'm just going to put out there is cleanliness is next to (laughs) godliness, okay? Is next to the ultimate sense of feeling divine and just sensual. The smarter you are, the cleaner your space is, the better you feel. Constantly take out the trash. I'm always refreshing my wardrobe. Always looking if there's anything I don't even wear anymore and taking it out. A shoe I don't wear anymore, taking it out, you know. Just clearing the space to make space for new things. And I don't just do that with my materialistic life. I do that with my emotional life, with my mental life, with my spiritual life. Taking out things that don't serve me anymore to make space for my divinity. To make space for pleasure. To make space for the endless possibilities of life. So cleanliness. I'm not just talking about hygiene. Cleanliness in every area of your life is essential and another tip is honor your aesthetic there seems to be a celebrated feminine energy that's going around lately i'm seeing it everywhere people are talking about you know wearing higher heels uh wearing certain prints wearing certain skirts certain dresses you know looking a certain way certain way of doing your makeup certain way of doing your hair listen your femininity is in your being Not in a look. So find things that make you feel comfortable. Things that make you feel sexy, sensual, divine. Clothing that fits your body type. And how you identify as an individual. Dressing is a form of expression, not a way of impressing others. Express yourself daily. By just giving yourself a chance to just look good and feel good. Honor your aesthetic. Be original. Do you for you. Please. And another tip I want to add. Rituals are necessary. By rituals, I mean whatever it is that you do for you, by yourself, for yourself, you need to do it a lot. Be it praying every day at midnight. I have... People that I know, like my mother, who prays every day at midnight. She's honoring herself by doing that. She's doing it for herself, by herself, and obviously for her loved ones too. But some people wake up at midnight. Some people meditate. Some people do yoga. Some people read. Some people journal. Have things that you do, a routine that gives you some form of grounding, a sense of peace. For me, it's meditating and yoga. So for me, it's meditating it's yoga. I find so much peace and grounding in yoga, in meditation. It gives me time to reflect and soon after, I journal. I write about my feelings. I write about my ambitions. I write about my goals. I write, I write, I write. And it gives me so much peace. And I do this at least every day. Every day. I must find some time to meditate or do yoga or just journal or just breathe for a few minutes before bed. It allows me to release the day's energy, release the day's tension and just go to sleep in absolute bliss and go to sleep in peace. You know, I always used to see this quote that said, never go to bed angry, never go to bed with all this, you know, tense energy, go to bed at peace. And I would always be like, yeah, Yes, I'm for this. But I really didn't know what it meant until I practiced it. And every day, I make it a point to release the day's energy. Find something that I will do. If it's just having a cup of tea, listening to some sensual music for a few minutes. Just having a moment to myself to just breathe before bed. No phones, no social media, no gadgets, no chatting, nothing. Just me, myself and I you know, and I try to do this every day, some days I'm, 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 you know, with friends, some days I'm occupied, some days I'm really busy, some days I'm really tired, and I just pass out, but I try to do it every single day, and affirmations have done wonders for me, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable, because we really think affirmations are just really nothing, but when you're saying I'm difficult, I'm hard to understand. I'm damaged. I'm wounded. I'm hurt. Those are affirmations. So if it's so easy for you to say such negative things, I'm not enough. I'm never enough. I'm never good enough. I don't look good today. I think I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm thin. I'm this, I'm that. You know, saying these things in a negative way. Yeah. So in a negative way, when you say things in a negative way because There's nothing wrong with being fat. There's nothing wrong with being thin. But if you're looking at it like, oh, this is disgusting how I look. Those are all affirmations. (laughs) It's so funny because we don't even realize it. And I didn't realize that so many things that were in my daily vocabulary were just designed to attack me. So now I had taken the place of my oppressors and my victimizers. And I was now instigating and instigating. Dealing the pain on my own damn self, by my damn self. Ridiculous statements that I would say every day that would dig into my skin, into my mind, into my body, into my being. But now, Lord, it would be rare to hear me say anything negative to myself about myself. And in that moment, I might even catch myself and fix that moment. Now I talk to myself gently, I'm smart, I'm intelligent, I'm beautiful, I'm sensual, I'm divine, I am enough, I'm valuable, I'm wealthy, I'm healthy, I am on my way to greatness, I am greatness in this moment. Ever since I was born, everything has been working ultimately for my good, in the good and in the bad. My life is constantly aligned. I cannot even tell you how many times I find time to put in these random statements that seem so really, so simple, but ultimately they're designed to make you feel good. And when you feel good, things happen, man. Things just change. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. So I'm sure you've understood that I wasn't I wasn't focusing on the materialistic femininity that is glitz and glam. For the ultimate femininity of healing, peace, abundance and growth. Glowing and growing your way. Ultimately showing up as your highest self. So thank you for joining me today on Sunday Vibes with Queen M. I want you to remember everything I say on this podcast is my own opinion, some things I've read, some things I've experienced, but sometimes I may say the wrong thing. Sometimes I may be misinformed. Give me room for correction. I am human. I'm allowed. I should be given permission to correct myself. So don't hesitate to reach out to me if you hear anything that may be offensive to someone or to some people. And I I will correct myself. Ultimately also understand that I'm growing, constantly evolving, I kid you not, and I love it. So my opinions and my views may change as I grow, but this is the understanding that I have at this present moment in time. So I will see you guys again, same time, same place, on Sunday Vibes with Queen M. And remember, be kind, but take no shit.